bowels of One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Real Country Radio. We don't play nothing but real country music. Coming up now, we're going to start off the set with... In the morning. Everybody's doing it. Pull you up a chair and listen to this. Good morning. January 1st, 2018. The balmy zero degrees here at Dirty Hooker Diesel Creekside Studios. We got the fire going. On at least my third cup of coffee. Hope all of you are successfully nursing your hangovers from last night. Hope you didn't do anything too stupid. And if you did, hope your friends remind you of it. Speaking of stupid things, GM got so much right with the Duramax trucks, but still 17 years later, they can't figure out how to do a steering system. Dirty Hooker Diesel has your solution. Stainless steel tie rod sleeves available now on the website. Go to DirtyHookerDiesel.com. It's the best $75 you're ever going to spend on your truck. If you intend to go racing or pulling, Tie rod sleeves and center link. Do the whole front end. Do it once. Forget about it. On sale now for $423. DirtyHookerDiesel.com. This is a solo cast, just me in studio today. Something uh, we kind of want to do a little bit more of in 2018, I think. Shorter, sh- shorter shows. We're still going to do the big shows like always, but shorter bits. Cover topics out there and uh, one I wanted to get into for a brief set here buddy Brian Lively posted something on pulloff.com a couple days ago sparked some conversation about what do we do to access the audience that's being alienated by football and other forms of sports people looking for just a a safe harbor a place to go and uh, just enjoy um, another form of sport no, that wasn't me. The song actually has a break there. What do we do? And a lot of times when this subject comes up, I'm I'm short for ideas. I don't really have any that are specific or actionable. Um, but today I got about three things that I do want to talk about with you. And the first one is something you've heard me say on this show before. If you want to grow this sport, the very first thing you got to do is don't cheapen it. Don't try to modify what it is or, or change the product, so to speak because I, this happens in other forms of motorsport. It's happened a lot. You know, NASCAR's done it. Pro-level NHRA's done it. Uh, World Endurance Championship's done it. Formula One's done it. They've all done it. They, they try to dumb it down, tart it up, and access what they think is going to be a new audience. And the problem is, is that you lose the you lose the hardcore. The, the assertions made on pulloff.com in the thread, you can go there and check this out. The assertion is made that the diehards will always be there. That's not true. Look at NASCAR. I mean, they have so bastardized what cup racing is that people have turned it off. I used to be a huge NASCAR fan. Absolute diehard. 
and they started with the chase and and started to lose me and, and now today it's something where i don't even i do not pay attention i don't watch a race um I, the only the only time of year i give it any attention yeah i still do kind of peek in on the daytona 500 that's it i just don't care they've lost me i don't the, the races aren't even races anymore they've, they've even monkeyed with that and the diehard leaves and the new people you want to have come in they come in for about 10 minutes and then they realize you're bullshitting them and they leave so don't change the product don't don't make pulling into something it's not keep it what it is you have this rich history of the sport being what it is value that treasure that recognize it for what it is and continue with it now making changes in terms of uh the excitement of the show yeah there's probably there probably are some specific things that could be done namely train your track out there's no reason in the world we should be waiting so long on the track to get prepared it's a pretty simple thing really uh if the sled's more than halfway down track there should be somebody in behind it starting to groom and uh if the if the sled is uh, back at the starting line, they should be close to done. You know, they, they shouldn't be waiting on them. And the track officials really need to be cognizant of getting the next guy in line. I see this at certain groups um, where it seems like the sled is back, wheels are up, ready to hook, track's done grooming, and it's at that point that either somebody back in the staging lanes or the starter themselves, you know, spins the flag. Hey, come on, next guy. If that sled comes back and back to its position, that next puller should be getting out there on the track already. There shouldn't be any of this motion him forward, waiting for him, blah, blah, blah. NTPA used to be the best at this. Um, there was no BS at events. They were quick. And this summer I was surprised at a few. Um, Napoleon, Ohio, we were there. Monroe, Grand National. They waited forever to motion the next guy forward. That's just not acceptable at all. Do I mind a five-hour-long show? Hell no, I don't. If there's that many pullers there and it's going to be a great competition, I'm looking forward to the next guy coming out. That's awesome. But you can be sped up. You can take a five-hour show down to three and a half if there's just efficiencies within how it's being done. And I think that's being ignored far, far too much. Um, there's just, there is time being wasted. Um, you, you can make that change. But don't change what the sport is. Don't dilute it or try to package it and offer it up with a bow on it. Because that's just bullshit. It's not, I, I wouldn't do that. So my first thing that I would say that needs to be done with the sport is, number one, don't change the essence of the sport. Keep it what it is. But that leads into the second thing, the TV. What TV we do have is good. I mean, they're, they're, it's there. The problem with it is it's predictable to a fault. It's packaged a little bit too neatly, a little bit too packed. Um, I will be the first to say that tape delay coverage of pulling is probably what needs to happen. Anybody who watched the TNN live coverage back in the day, it was brutal. The only people who liked it were the salespeople with the network because they saw they took a look at the product and said, what, we, we get to run an ad every 45 seconds? Awesome. We want more. If you're going to do live broadcast of pulling, you're going to have the same sort of problem that drag racing has. You have a lot of downtime. You just do. And... If you're going to live broadcast it, you have to have two tracks. You absolutely just have to because there's no other way to fill the time. 
you run into the situation, the, the worst, the, the, the lowest it could go uh, of a bad situation was at Toma that one year when we had the Rose rollover accident, which was on the other track, not being covered. And when something that serious happens, all action stops on both tracks. There's, it grinds to a halt. There's nothing going on. And the TV network is in panic mode because they can't tell you what's going on, even though it's serious. It's stopping the action on both tracks, but they can't let on that there's this issue because they weren't covering that site. And so you wind up going back to the studio with, you know, studio help that just doesn't, maybe no pulling, doesn't care. It becomes a disaster. Uh, the counter argument to that is, well, if it's two tracks, how can the fan following it or watching it follow what's going on? Don't worry about that. If you've ever watched professional golf on TV, you can keep up with what's going on. It's not that hard to do. It really, really isn't. What it would take would be competent uh, help in the booth um, doing the announcing work to, to educate people. Oh, and here's something when it comes to that. They do this with NHRA, and I hate it. They tape delay the events, right? And I forget the announcer, the guy's name. Uh, doesn't matter. His reactions are fake as hell because he's already seen it, and now he has to amp it up to follow the tape. Your play-by-play guys should be laying that audio track down in real time and then go back after the fact and get the scissors out and start editing because otherwise it sounds fake. It's, it sounds fake. The, the false enthusiasm and, and that. Um, the old ATPA days when Ted Jones and Tom McConnell in the booth, it would just... I, I love to watch it because at the time, hey, here's, here's pulling on TV, but I almost always watched it with a mute button depressed because I couldn't stand to listen to it. Um, somebody also suggested the idea of, uh, this is going back to the live side, um, call, call out music, whatever, music as each competitor comes out. Um, as an announcer, not of the DJ persuasion, uh, I hate the idea because I'm busy enough and... God forbid I play the wrong song for somebody coming out. You just hear the bitching nonstop. I, I personally, I'd rather avoid it. That's, but that's a personal opinion on it. Would it help the show? Eh, maybe. There's a coordination difficulty that that exists there, and and probably would take another individual behind the scenes to kind of shepherd that and spearhead that because I got enough to do. But that's just one thing I think about. Mm, coffee. And the third thing that I that I spent some time on actually, and I was really curious about this because it is that time of year to consider sponsorship and things like that. Um, I wanted to look at not so much individual pulling teams, but I want to look at sanctioning bodies, the sponsors, the the, the companies that come out and say, "Hey, we are going to be the official proud partner of Pro Pulling League, or we're going to be the official proud partner of NTPA or the Outlaws." And I feel like. In the sport of pulling, we tend to get back on our heels and say, you know what, hey, they want to sponsor us. Let's just take their money, thank them a ton because, wow, isn't this spectacular? They, they want to actually you know, do something with us. So we're just going to take it and we're going to run. I would challenge the sanctioning bodies in particular to go back to their sponsors for 2018. Take a look at what the sponsor's doing for you, other than just giving you money. When you look at 
anyone who is the official soft drink, the official pizza, the official whatever for Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NFL, what have you, how are you finding out that that partner is the proud partner of that organization? Is it the NFL telling you that they are? Or is it Pepsi, whatever, telling you that they are? I got curious about this, and I didn't do exhaustive research because to do exhaustive research means that it's not there. If you're having to dig that hard to find out, then it's not being done. I looked at major sponsors from the various groups, and I'm going to start with NTPA. Case IH has their logo on just about everything. They're, I guess, probably the big dog in the sponsorship for NTPA. But would you know that? From KZIH's side, I got curious. I checked their Instagram because it's fast and easy. It's a quick, easy way. It's quick and easy for them to promote NTPA. It's a very accessible platform, and it's very easy to search, unlike you know Facebook or some of the other um, social media ways of doing this. So I used Instagram. I looked at their website, and I did a Google search, too, in Google Images of KZIH advertising. And I would search it, Case IH Advertising, and then I would also add in the keyword of racing, motorsport, or NTPA. I wanted to see if Case IH was telling you that they're a big partner in NTPA pulling, and they're not. Their website has a dedicated blog section that includes podcasting. I did a search through that just for NTPA or pulling, tractor pulling. Nothing. Nothing. They're not telling you that they're doing this. You want to grow the sport of pulling? How awesome would it be if Case IH was telling you, hey, we're involved with NTPA and not NTPA telling you that Case IH is involved? Sure, NTPA should. I mean, that's huge credibility. Kidding me? Of course. But how much more would it be worth if Case IH was telling you that? O'Reilly Auto Parts has a big tie-in with NTPA and um, I Outlaws, or they did. They're not telling you anything. Nothing. I think there was one post in their Instagram that was polling related. Racingjunk.com. Yeah, they, they do actually have a polling section in, in their website, and there's a little bit of tie-in, so I'll give them an incomplete, but there's a little bit. Sinpico, yes. Sinpico is. Um, I looked at AgProtect1, which is now, I didn't realize, merged with Premier Crop Insurance. So they definitely do on their website. Not much on the... Uh, the, the social media site, Instagram anyway. But yes, if you go to their website, you definitely know that there's a pulling tie-in from them. Excellent. Um, Alliance Tire. There was a token Instagram post, and there's a, there's, a, there, there's a press release out there from them that they're doing this. Back in the day, press releases were huge. Before the internet and alternative means of finding things out, you know, 30 years ago and, and longer ago, the words for immediate release would get a bunch of chain-smoking, fedora-wearing guys to whip out their steno pads and just start going crazy. Today's day and age, man, it's cut and paste. I've, I've written press releases, okay? They don't do anything. They don't, they're, they're useless. It's a token thing. Somebody, some intern in a marketing department probably put that together over her coffee break. It's, it's pointless. Um... Mac Trailer, 
their pullers themselves couldn't really find anything. I ignored insider type sponsors like stainless diesel, Columbus diesel, uh, precision turbo power bore sleeves. They're in the industry. So the chances that they're going to say something are good. I'm looking more outside of a direct tie into pulling. The very best one. Well, let's hold off on that. We'll get to the two best in a minute. Um, I, over on the pro pulling league side, I looked at E3 spark plugs. Nothing. There's no. There's nothing on the. There's nothing on the Instagram account. Nothing on the website. You search for it, you won't find it. They, they're not telling you. Um, Geico. That goddamn lizard ain't standing on Joe Edder's mod. It's not happening. You'll find all kinds of stuff about uh, Geico's powerboat racing team, offshore powerboats. Um, and maybe a little bit more um, influenced by or aware of that situation being here in southeast Michigan because I think outside of South Florida, this is probably one of the two places on the planet where Offshore powerboat racing is absolutely huge, as huge as another niche motorsport can be. So I'm aware of their presence. But when it comes to pulling, Geico isn't telling you about it. Super clean, they're not telling you about it. You don't know. You got to go to PPL to find that out. They're just not telling you. Um, Springfield Armory, they're not telling you. These companies aren't telling you of their tie-in to the sport. There's two that are, and they're doing a good job, a very good job of it. One, of course, is Lucas Oil. If you watch the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour and they're doing dirt late models, you find out about their tie-in for drag boat racing. If you watch drag boat racing, you find out about their tie-in with tractor pulling. And if you watch tractor pulling, you find out about their tie-in with dirt late models. They do an awesome job of cross-promoting, and they're telling you. You find it in their print advertising. It's not hard to find out that Lucas Oil is involved in the sport of pulling because they're telling you that they are, and that's awesome. That's the way it should be. The other one that is very good at this, from Red TPA's side, is Shell Rotella. Their Instagram is loaded with stuff about pulling. They've got print advertising that features Kester's. They're out there actively having the Kester family show up at events that aren't necessarily for pulling, but they're to sell Rotella oil. They are doing it. And amen to them. That's how these other relationships should be going. Don't just take their money and put up their signs trackside. Ask them, hey, what are you going to do to promote us? How are you going to share the story that you're involved with us? You have a marketing department. You got to come up with advertising. You're constantly looking for content that's going to resonate with an audience. You're, you're sponsoring us. Use us. Access our library. Go to our film vault. Go to our pictures. Go to our people. Here's content that you can use for your advertising. It'll get you exposure because that's what you're after. You want to sell product. And it gets us attention. It puts us out into the mainstream. And we don't... We don't necessarily need the insider industry companies to be doing this. We need the, the non-industry tie-ins to really be doing this because that's where your cross-promotional touchstone to that, that new audience is going to come from. 
it was it was said how, how big a why do, why doesn't the hunting industry and pulling get together more because there seems to be a natural tie in a natural market that exists where the same people are likely to be interested in both and i think that's brilliant you're absolutely right but springfield armory who's they're not necessarily in the hunting too much but they are in the firearms industry which is i think a natural marketplace I think most people who are involved in polling probably are interested in firearms. They're not telling you they're doing any of this. For 2018, if it's not too late, if, if the sponsorship deals have, have already been negotiated, well, I guess then that ship has sailed. But if it's not too late, I really would like to see us do something like that where we're getting that, um, getting that sort of a tie-in done. I think it really could work. I think that's that's one place, one actionable item where we can improve the sport of pulling. Just an idea out there. Everybody stay warm. Busy week coming up for the sport. Hey, it's 2018. Let's get going. My partner Drew will be at Gordyville covering the action. I think he's going to be doing some announcing out there. Kenny Eggleston, Eric Pruitt, Dave Fultz, Ray Taluki will all be down at Lexington for the Kentucky Invitational. They'll have that event covered from all sides. You'll be able to get a video of that. There'll be updates. Me, I'll be right here at Creekside Studios trying to make sense of it all. Do some more of these as we head into the weekend. If you're uh, heading out to any of these events, safe travels, everybody. Enjoy yourself, especially if you're at Gordyville. Don't sample too much. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I've been there. I know how it goes. I don't know what we're doing for a show this week. We'll get to that. We're going to get the final move done into uh, our studios here and bring back the ensemble cast. Carl Cross and Nate Dry will be in studios. I've got some subjects already lined up so we can have a good old-fashioned Donnybrook argument. Looking forward to a fine, fine 2018. This is Sidetracked on the Pulling Radio Network.